I think I think going back to a point that you said, which is uh, how I think during different periods or in different societies, people use certain uh, what the societies within certain things within the society's ethos that's so profound to sort of perpetuate their sort of agendas or their sort of uh, thing, which is in this case might be heteronormative standards. Um, I think when it comes to religion here in Sudan specifically, it's the wrong practices of, I don't know, because... It's a really bold statement. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, because... You know... Uh, you could say, like, you know, wrong practices, but that really depends on the person. Because they'd be like, what do you mean I'm practicing something wrong? Uh, I read Quran every day. How could I possibly be doing something wrong? Fair. I mean, what, what I'm trying to say is, I mean, if you you could probably find ways to um, perhaps oppress people. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, the, 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 there's a huge thing where, um, and this is something I've seen a lot in Sudan, where they take religious texts, religious scripture, and use it to justify whatever action they've committed. Right. So, for instance, you have the one where it's like, oh, well, women are horribly dressed, you know, they're part of what they call like Kasiyat Ariyat, and you know, God right. only said it Hajjavi for your own like safety. So anything that happens to you because of you not adhering to this is your fault. <laughs> right. And I think it's because it's, it's I don't I don't know, the, the, the reason why I bring the thing I was going to go into the traditional stuff, I mean, there's, for instance, the practice of like selling wives or selling women and like, literally a market somewhere in Romania and you know pretty <laughs> really weird though <laughs> that, that's, 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 that's the first time I heard something like that like, I'm, I've, I mean I've heard of like you know exchanges where it's like it's more it's called a mahar or oh yeah where, yeah, yeah like um, you know if you want to have my my daughter's hand in marriage that's you're gonna have money. to give me a certain amount it's the first time I heard of like straight up just selling oh yeah <laughs> just regardless this, of anything <laughs> Yeah, the, the, and then there's like traditions like somewhere in like these Euro-Asian countries, I can't remember where it was, where the, like they literally go and kidnap the wife before her, her marriage. See, I've heard of that, but is that genuine? Like, is that real? Cause... I think I've seen a documentary. I don't know how genuine it is, mind you, and I don't oh, know wow. where it's practiced or if it's widely practiced or if there's just certain cleavages oh. in society that do that. I think I've heard of that as well. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it's like, because... Honestly, I've also seen that in, like, Borat, so... <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to take my opinions from there. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure I've heard of that. I think it's... Um, I don't want to say Kazakhstan, because that just sounds like I've watched Borat, Borat. and my opinions <laughs> all come from there. Right. But it's not, like, completely outrageous to say that that doesn't happen, or, like, that does happen to our societies. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think the, the, the reason why they use sort of tradition or religion or whatever, whatever have you... Uh, to sort of do these actions. I it's tried because... to look it up, sorry. <laughs> My internet refused. Um, is I think because logically, I don't think they can come to an answer as to why they're doing, why, why, they're, why they're doing these things. Yeah. So they have to use like some sort of... Okay, um, we can start like talking about like the different levels of society mm -hmm. and how, and, well not society, sectors of society and how each one pushes a certain level of um, ideals that are 
you know, misogynistic or in favor of the patriarchy. Because at the end, Sudan is really a patriarchy at the end of the day. Right. So if we start, like, at something at family level, mm-hmm. which is where most of us get our basic knowledge, basic values. And, again, it's it's not something we can generalize. It really depends on, like, the household you grew up in. Maybe you were somewhere more... Um, what's the word here? I want to say freeing, but that's not the word. <laughs> um, more diverse. Mm-hmm then your experiences are 100% different to like what I think is the majority of Sudan grew up with. And that's, you know, your mom and your dad. And if you're a girl, your mom has the whole, like, you know, when you're growing up, grow up you're going to tajibi. You can't talk to men, like, without it being within a professional sort of setting or a formal setting. So, like, in school, refrain from talking to a man unless you need something. Um... You know, certain religious values, because that is a huge part of your upbringing, being... I keep saying pushed. Well, I mean, it is pushed on you as a child. You really don't have a choice in that. And, you know, your father projecting certain standards as the male. Like, you know, I'm going to go out and, like, get kahraba, because you as a girl, I can't let you out on the street. Or, you know, you shouldn't be taking transport and unless someone is there to drop you off and pick you up you shouldn't go anywhere because your safety and that's that's my beautiful like the most beautiful thing <laughs> is that men that are close to you are worried about you going to interact outside with men exactly like them because they deem them as unsafe oh wow but they don't see themselves being unsafe Oh, so, wow. like, if you have a brother, think about him saying, like, okay, um, I can't let you walk on the street because men are going to look at you in a horrible way. Yeah. And that's all fine. And, you know, it's just your brother trying to look out for you. Yeah. But your brother could be that someone, could be that person to someone else. Yeah. But the only reason he even sees you of value is because of your blood relation. And, like, like we talked, honor. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's like more of on a family level, and then you have in the educational part of society. You know, we first of all, a lot of Sydney schools divide the um, the sexes. So women have one area, men have another, and they sort of from an early age kind of forbid you to oh, interact, yeah. which within itself creates really horrible situations because in the setting, men don't know how to interact appropriately with women because they've never been in a situation where they have to interact with a woman. Right. And women don't know how to interact with men because they've not been in that situation either. But all they have, all the knowledge they have is what they've told, what they've been told. So as a girl, you know, when you're going through high school, there you're told what? Don't go out with men. Don't interact with men unless it's like, again, within a formal setting. Um, you know, any type of relations with men are haram. Right. Be casual or like, because I've had people say that, like, you cannot be friends with a man, it's haram. Seriously? Because it leads, yeah, because it leads to other things. And why would you put yourself in that situation? Oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, you should, like, if you do interact with a man, you know, it's almost like they push the whole, like, being um, subservient to men. Okay. Like, I've, I don't know if, like, a lot of girls experience this, but, like, interacting with men, you're told, like, oh, matkuni khafifa. 
like right, 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 make right, him right. work for it. Yeah. Never <laughs> express how you genuinely feel about him. Right. If you do talk to a man, don't never ask a man out because yeah. then you're just desperate. And you're also taught that whatever wrong thing a man does to you, you must have done something to do that. Oh. So if a man harasses you, well, did you lead him on? <laughs> right, 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 right. Were right. you too easy? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, that's just high school. And we're like, I think high school is one of the biggest developmental stages people Absolutely. go through. Because it does regulate your personality for the next five years. Like, hopefully people grow out of their high school phase. But yeah. it is a solid personality for you for five years. Right. So if that's the kind of um, interactions where we see it's okay and that's the kind of thing we're pushing into society, for five years, you're just going to have, a, like, one sector just acting horribly around each other. Yeah. I think I think I've, I've actually, I don't know. Uh, when you mentioned that, I think sort of examples come to my head with like, like my interactions with with uh, with guys and girls, where I don't know. So some I don't know when when it comes to when it comes to. It's just so toxic. I I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, no. Examples. Both genders are guilty of these behaviors. Like yeah. you also have like women, you know. Or to, we're probably going to talk about this a lot later, women harassing men, or and they see it as like a form of empowerment. How I've do you seen mean? that, is where um, they see it as like getting back okay. at a man, you know? Like they've, for instance, even if, you know, there's never an excuse, and this might not be the case for a lot of people, but if they've been subjected to certain behaviors from men, uh-huh. they see that, okay, if they can do that, I'm going to do that. Okay. And they feel empowered by acting in the same manner. And most of the time, it's... And, you know, it's not like, you know, I've been harassed by someone, I'm harassing them back, which is really not a solution. Yeah. <clears throat> you start harassing other people as women, other men. Yeah. And that's also wrong. It's never, like, it's not... You know, men harass women, that's wrong. It's women who harass men as well are wrong. You can't be in that situation where you're oppressing someone, um, pushing certain values on them. You can't be that person as well. I've never encountered that here in Salah. Really? It, is, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I hear a lot about it from... I've heard from my friends. I've heard from other people where they've yeah. been in situations. And the thing is, men don't even realize they've been, like, harassed in a certain way or they've been abused in a certain way. Because okay. Sudan doesn't... Like, you know, as a man in Sudan... What do you mean? Like you were harassed by a girl? Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> are you a bitch? Sorry for my language, but no. like that's literally what's pushed onto you. Like that's right. the narrative. Like as a man, there's no such thing as you were harassed by a woman. Like, okay. And no one will believe you. Yeah, that's. Like that's... think about how hard it would be for like you as a man to go up to your friends and be like, "Oh, I was in this setting, and I think this uh, another person, specifically a woman, may have done this, this, and this. Right. And I wasn't okay with it." Yeah. And the response is just gonna be like Yeah. Sure you didn't enjoy it. Like yeah. <laughs> understand how that could happen. You know, if I was in your position yeah, as a yeah, man yeah. I'd fight her off. It's just <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get that. Yeah, so like to- toxic ma- masculinity and like misogyny isn't something that just affects women. It does affect men as well to a certain degree. Right. Yeah. But uh, I think I think it uh, that also speaks to another point which is the complete I don't want to say ignorance, but the complete sort of lack of awareness when it comes to these situations. I mean, you give a situation where 
how could a man, uh, I, I could understand, I could appreciate that in society, in a heteronormative society such as ours, but um, the complete lack of awareness, just to go back to, for instance, sexuality, for instance. I remember when we had uh, the session a couple of weeks ago, we started talking about how a person can be one sex and then be a different gender. And yeah. it was just completely a bizarre concept. I mean, it does, but it was a bizarre concept, I think, um, to, co to conceptualize. Yeah, it, it took a while to sort of get everyone like grasp that idea. Yeah. Like genuinely considered it without it being brushed off as, you know, oh, the hajat al khawajat. Like yeah. actually consider that this is something that can happen in a city society. I mean, again, city society is very conservative. These things do exist. And they're not just showing up right now. It's just that, because a lot of people think like, oh, now like because the state is going to, what do you call it, Madaniya. I'm yeah. using that the way people use online, like Din Madaniya Din Tadarinda. Right, right. And which is just referring to a complete like sort of loss of the society's um, moral standards. Yeah. All that's happened, like it's you know because of that, more of these um, what's the word? Um, it's like fahisha. Oh, okay. Do you know the word I'm thinking of? It's just um. Is it used to describe women? Corruption. Corruption. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Corruptions are coming out. That's not the case. It just means like now people have the opportunity to sort of come out about it without necessarily being attacked immediately. Right. So these things have existed forever. Transgender yeah. people have existed in Sudan. Um, any form of like queer personality has existed in Sudan. It's just that. They're afraid, and you can't blame them. In a society where you're taught that this is the ultimate sin, that you, you know, you face prosecution, and I think Sudan is one of the few states that actually impose the like um, death penalty on homosexuality. On homosexuality. Okay. That within itself is, you know, that's terrifying. Like, yeah. To think something as small as that could lead you to, to be murdered, right. essentially, and that kind of fear pushed it back but you know people now like you know the society is changing a bit there are people who are becoming more understanding so with that you can see that there are people slowly trying to come out and yeah. try to like validate their existence which again is completely fine it's completely natural it's not something that should be um sword shut down right or at least ignored yeah because you know it's really difficult to say that sudan will be accepting of different sexualities, different gender Id uh, identities because, you know, with the state we're going in, it's going to be a really long time before that gets there, but at least recognize that it exists Okay. and not discriminate against it because at the end of the day, as people, we don't have the right to basically make another person's life a living hell just because we personally don't agree with the way they go and you can talk about how, like, what about religion, you know, we're taught in religion not to, like, support these things. I'm not asking you to support someone. If you don't agree with it, that's your issue. Yeah. You just don't have the, the that's the minimum. Just do not treat them in a horrible manner. Yeah. Because you don't approve. Wow. You know what's funny? I think um, uh, I mentioned a little bit how heteronormative societies sort of dictate the way we practice politics. And usually how politics, sort of in a democratic society, I suppose, is practiced is that you have the sort of 
opponents. So you have like um, the opposition and you have like the, the, the main group and the opposition always tries to push for more progressive views or the vice versa, conservative views if they're in power. Yeah, so you're something. always trying to appeal to a certain demographic right. in hopes that that's what gets you to the point you want to be in. And that dynamic is wholesome in the sense that it creates sort of, it, it, it becomes more and more, pro- hopefully more and more progressive. Obviously there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's to a level stuff. it's forcing a certain like conversation to happen. Right. Because you know, if like for instance, I'm a Democratic and my friends are Republican, you get to have that scenario where they talk about why they're supporting this person, why they think these views are correct. Right, and it's, it has like a whole like paradigm shift in society when like some something new is introduced and how they sort of lobby for and so on. So, but what I'm trying to say here in Sudan is necessarily is the heteronormative standards, the sort of toxic masculinity, the way we've been practicing politics for such a long time. I think it was just the complete sort of domination over the political sphere by a certain group of people or a certain party yeah. in order for them to push it. And there's no opposition whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, like, considering the past 30 years, I'm pretty sure in the three times I've witnessed, like, Omar Bashir run, yeah. I don't remember any other candidates. And it was funny because, like, you know, at some point they were like, oh, we're democratic, you guys can go vote. Yeah. But who are we voting for? Right. <laughs> All I know is that, you know, Omar Bashir is still in power, supposedly there are elections, but I have not seen a single other candidate. No, those elections have been debunked, or like they've been, Yeah, you know, they're it's, definitely it's like a complete fraud, but... But what, 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 what I'm getting to is, um, that, that, that sort of standards where like you have complete control over it, where there's no opposition, I think it also perpetuates the fact that, what you said earlier about how change is going to happen, but change in society like such as, such as this, I think the, the, the way... It's only through, you know, law being on your yeah. side and politics and all that stuff. But when you have like a political system and political practices that are sort of perpetuated by the perpetuated heteronormative standard where you have to domineer or like dominate over the thing and then, you know, push your own values. Push your own values because no like, like we said, the law does definitely affect the values that you take up. Right. Because if like, um, I have a law that completely supports every single view of mine and you know, I'm forced to believe it regardless. Yeah. I'm not going to want to venture out into a different sort of belief because why would I? Yeah. If I know that the immediate punishment for that is imprisonment yeah. or just yeah. becoming a social pariah, which a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's fine. You know, believe what you want to believe regardless of societies with you or not. It's not easy as that. Like, if you right. become, like being a social pariah is one of the worst things that can happen. If you're being pushed out completely by a society yeah. that you're forced to live in, what are you going to do? Right. Like, if you lose friends, family, can't even be in a communal space without feeling completely oppressed, then that's that. You can't really do much about it. You start developing your own self-hatred. You start changing your views to try and fit. It's not as easy as that. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to stand against society regardless. It's brave, but it's not easy. Right. And, okay, where do you think, where is the safe space? for these sort of communities. In Sudan? Yeah. Because I heard like Twitter is like a place where you could express yourself openly and stuff like that, but simultaneously there's... I mean, yeah, because I feel like to a certain level no one takes you seriously on Twitter. Right. I mean, people just assume you're talking shit the entire time. Again, excuse my language. That's fine. <laughs> I've been trying really hard not to curse, but... <laughs> to be comfortable. To a certain level, people just assume you're talking shit. You know, whatever yeah. it is, it's kind of like a joke. Yeah. So people feel like I mean I'm not saying the opinions expressed are a joke. You could, well, you like hundred percent mean it. 
that's yeah. fine. It's just you know that there's not a necessary immediate repercussion. Whereas like um, trying to do that in Sudan in a group of people, that would definitely not work out. Fair enough. Yeah, like you know, you could come out on Twitter and just be like, "Oh my God, it's just one of these like accounts where people are talking shit." But if you do that in a group of people, you're immediately gonna see the effects. Right. And they're never good. I think I think it it went one time in uh, uh, when they were when they had like the market coming out. Yeah. Right, the marches and stuff. I think there was like a sort of quote unquote LGBT sort of group that was coming out. Was it? Was it? Where was it? I don't want to be wrong, but somewhere I th- I don't I don't think it was in Khartoum. I think it was in the Bahri or in Dubai. I'm not I'm, I'm not sure. But I think I've heard of that, but I'm not sure if it's like a hundred percent legitimate. Okay. See what I mean? There's always like a doubt because like doing something like that is that is very very bold. Okay. And not fear repercussions, like. Because I heard that they they got like a lot of like. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely like some support. Like you can no, no support. Find, like, like oh no, people. I mean like oh. on social, like on social media, like Twitter, like you can definitely find support in certain things like that. You can find like a safe space, but yeah. like in reality, that's I refuse to believe that. And so then, like, unless, even now, like with like friends that you've known for a while, it's still difficult to say that you found a safe space with yeah. people because. I mean, it happens all the time. People turn on you. People talk shit. It's such a difficult concept to have here in Sudan. Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny to me. Just I think this. Um, I remember saying with like uh, some of my friends, a group of guys, and um, we had this question. Like we were talking about these topics, and the question was, uh, "What do you think of you know homosexuality in Sudan being like legal and stuff like that?" And the most progressive answers would be, oh, I don't mind, you know, homosexuality being in Sudan, but I swear to God, if, if one of them... If a man tries to hit, on, hit me, on me, I'm going to end his life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that so many times from people right. who are, like, consider themselves as progressive. And yeah. like I said, you don't have to support something that you don't necessarily want to support. That's on you. But saying something like, oh, I'm going to beat them up, that's, that's not justified. That's not qualified. I mean... Again, saying that is, it's I don't prejudice. know how to explain it, because like, if I, even if I use it in a setting like where it's like a heteronormative relationship, you know, if I as a woman had a man like hit on me, I'm going to hit him. And they're just like, yeah, you should do that, but it's not as easy as that. <laughs> right. So even trying to use that example is not going to work. But basically, you can't, someone hitting on you and it's unwanted, you know, you're well within your right not to want that. That's okay. Yeah. But you don't have the right to lay a hand on another person, right? Unless they hurt you. Yeah. Because that's you just finding a different way to bring out your discrimination. Right, right. Because again, there I don't see and like ever being a situation where like someone like comes up to you and like obviously this is taking into account that they've not um, said anything that's particularly offensive and things that are borderline harassment. You know, if someone approaches you respectfully, you know, and you're and they're of the opposite sex and they hit on you, again, all within a respectful manner, and you politely decline, ask them to leave, that's fine. Yeah. That's about as much as that should go. Yeah. If, for whatever reason, the person decides to become more forceful with their interaction or start to, you know, try to 
again, I'll just keep that forceful. Yeah. After that, all I see it as like you are trying to define yourself from an unwanted, borderline harassment kind of situation. Right. Right. And I think, but 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 the way they, I think the way they the way it says is like, um, oh, you know, if a man comes up to me and tells me like, oh, I'm cute, then I should hit him. No. And it's also it also speaks like it's like to to the point where oh we have given them the like they can exist now, yeah. but as long as they don't trespass beyond my sort of parameters, which is which is almost but here's the thing you're trying to like preserve your own human right to exist in a space comfortably, but you're also doing that at the expense of someone else. Right. And that's not technically okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Crazy yeah, stuff. No. I mean, I'll go back to the, the question. I mean, here, because I don't know, for instance, um, and again, I'm, I'm from both the topics, whether it's sexuality or uh, heteronormative standards, I consider myself as privileged in, uh, you know, a male and. Uh, in Sudan. Yeah. Or a society that's as conservative as this. Pushing forward, yeah. But for, for instance, and I don't want to put you, don't want to put you on a spot or whatever. But like when it comes to just the normal interactions in a heteronormative society, what do you find most difficult, and how do you think we should we could overcome these standards as a society, as a society and whole? And you said education. Yeah, that's definitely like it's always a good step because there are people who are acting in certain ways because they don't know any better. Right. They've not been taught that there is a different way to... I mean, obviously, like, to a certain degree, when you start growing older, you should realize what's right and wrong and how you should treat people in the most just way. Right.